with Marnie. I'm so excited for series number one, Upcoming Female Artists. Um, my next guest is such an incredible human being. She's from Australia, she moved to Toronto. Um, she's my really good friend and she just has so much funk and energy and she's just so authentically her. She's such a passionate hustler and I'm so excited to announce Brooklyn! Oh my gosh, you froze, but you're fine. Hi! How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on, Money. I love your little outfit, your little pigtails. So cute! Thank you. And our matching colors. I love it. Hot pink, <laughs> yes. Mine's a little more fluorescent, but I mean, it's still pink, right? So cute. Um, how are you? How's everything? I mean, I'm good. I'm sitting right next to my kitchen right now. This is my kitchen. <laughs> I've just been like filming a bunch of more like video content for YouTube since like the release of my song and just trying to figure out the next release. But other than that, I'm good. Trying to do some yoga, trying to go back to the gym, you know, doing all that stuff. So, good. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I'm what about you? Wait, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I've just been, you know, working on my digital brand um, and I'm so excited to start this new show. Uh, I have a few things upcoming that I am so excited to announce some yeah. show stuff. So very excited about that. And yeah, just uh, trying to just try different things out here now that um, it's September. Weird, right? It's my birthday month. I can't believe it. I feel like it was my birthday literally like yesterday. Oh my gosh. What day is your birthday? The 20th of September. So exciting. Love yeah. That. 26 this year. I can't oh believe it. Oh my gosh, we're the same age. Yes. Ah! Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, you're literally amazing. And congrats on your new song, Thirsty. Thank you so oh, much. So cute. It's I'm so inspired by you. You literally, you just you told me before that you've done everything. So what are the steps? You've you've been a videographer, the editor, the marketer. Tell tell me more. So pretty much for this release, I don't even know where to start. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> so production. So we wrote this song last year on the 7th of August. And then after that, it wasn't even going to be my first release, but then I like listened to all of my song bank and I was like, I think this will be like the best first release for me. Cool. And then come June, I think I started working on like the production. So we were going into the studio. Uh, we recorded at Laguana Studios with Anthony Wright. He was the producer and my guitarist co-writer friend, Alan Kulka. He came to every session with me as well. So production was done. I did a lot of like co-production on it as well. So I am a co-producer on the track. A lot of like my vocal samples are like instruments. So like example, this is one of the sounds that's in the track. If you listen clearly, it goes like this. Like that is like in the track, in the chorus, if you oh, listen to cool. it later. So a lot of those little things like my, yeah, like that's a sample in the track, obviously a lot of my <sighs> breathing and stuff. So I was really part of the process for the production. Then after production, I was like, I need to do lyric video, music video. I did the artwork. That took a while. It was like a first, there was like a first font that I did and then I ended up changing that. So I, yeah, I did a lot of the process 
and it's a lot of hard work but I mean it's really really rewarding because a lot of people have been like I literally thought you had a whole team behind you so wow yeah good for you that's incredible um when did you know you wanted to pursue pursue music um I think it was it was a very young age for sure I remember watching a um a Britney Spears concert with my girlfriends like my dancing friends when I was like oh, eight yeah. or seven I think and I remember seeing her come up from the bottom of the the ground and I was like this is amazing like all these people screaming at her like she's sweating she's got the mic looking like a rock star I was like I, I want to do that one day that's what I want to do but wow. then Obviously, as a child, like, yeah, I was dancing. Yeah, I was singing. I was acting, musical theater, like performing arts high school. But then after high school, I went to full-time dance and I was like, I don't want to do full-time dance. Like, I, I need to focus on my music if that's what I want to do. And then that's when beats came about. And when I was on the X Factor stage, that's when I, it really hit me. Like in 2014, I was like, this is what I've got to do. I was going to say, tell me more about the experience on the Australian X Factor. You were fifth runner up? Yes. So in 2014, that's when me and the girls went, well, the girls and I, sorry. <laughs> uh, we went on X Factor Australia and our Hollaback Girl audition went viral. And then wow. after that, we had split up for a little bit. I went on an America trip. I came back and I was like, let's do, let's try X Factor again. And we were like, why not? So we went on the show and that was the year we came fifth, but we actually, prior to getting into the top 12, we were actually knocked off again. And then Mel wow. B brought us back. So, and we were meant to be on Iggy Azalea's team and not gonna lie, love Iggy Azalea. I think she's an incredible artist, but so grateful that I was on, like we were on Mel's team because I mean, she's a Spice Girl. She was in a group that had a specific brand. You know what I mean? And wow. it just went with who we were. How so, was it working with her? Oh my God, she's amazing. So good, like she was so invested. Like we all watch these shows, right? And we're like, how invested are these judges into the talent? And a lot of them aren't realistically, but Mel, I mean, she took us for tans. Like, this is all behind the scenes stuff. We went on a yacht with Mel. Like, we were, like, backstage, like, drinking wine with Mel. Wow. We, like, she's awesome. And then we, like, I've got her number. Oh, <laughs> my God. You have a Spice Girls number. Yes. What? Yeah. I mean, don't tell anyone. It's a secret. Only this podcast. <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. That's Wow, that's incredible. So you yeah. really blew up online after that, right? Right. So after X Factor, well, I think Beats kind of blew up in 2014 after the audition because the Hollaback Girl video has 26 million views in wow. one video. So overall on the internet, we've been viewed like 100 million plus times. Wow. Because that's like all of the videos like in a compilation together, right? Um, sorry, that was just my mic. But after 2016, X Factor kind of did a downhill take. Like it didn't go as well. That was the last run of X Factor in Australia. Oh, wow. But we then released our debut single, Angel Girl, which blew up on the internet. And then after that, we all went like separate ways. I mean, there's no real, we're not together anymore. Like we haven't really said that. And everyone's like, what's going on with Beats? You guys just left us, you haven't told us. But I mean, there's so many groups that don't really split up. 
they just kind of go their own ways for a bit and then I mean who knows right who knows what can happen but Uh, right right now I'm like doing my solo thing so for me YouTube was like my drive and my push and then blogging for me a lot of people like seeing my daily blogs I was traveling back and forth to Canada wow so yeah that's my story I guess so so cool it's incredible Uh, I know you've told me a bit about how a songwriting process goes. Tell me more about that. Is it a group effort? Is it, you know, like, do you write it with a a song with multiple people? How does that go? Right. So I feel like everyone's songwriting process is a little different. I mean, I don't know how Mel's is because you like spoke to her today. So it might be different to mine. So this is going to be interesting. Um, (laughs) For me, I mean, if we go into my phone, there's so many random, let me tell you how many voice notes I have. Let's just get to that first. Because this is literally the songwriter's bank. I've got 1,748 notes in my phone. Are you serious? Oh my God. Not kidding. That's so not. Like, yeah. So like a melody I came up with yesterday was, uh, I don't know, I just titled it a blessing and a curse and it's. So I'm just like singing melodies that come uh-huh. to my head. That's kind of how my process starts. I love that. If, there is, if there's a word or something that's triggering me or that resonates with me and I want to title it that song, I know I'm, I normally go into a session being like, I've got this melody. I have a reference track, which might be, I don't know, freaking ice cream, the new ice cream song. Yeah. So I'll go and say, I want the production and the beat to sound similar to that. So like same genre, this is the song title. These are some melodies that I had. And then we work as a group. Wow. But I kind of normally like to go in into a session knowing what I'm going in with instead of being like, oh, I don't know. This is how I feel. Let's write about that. Sometimes I do that, but I kind of like to have a direction. So then it's a, it's a cleaner writing process. And then I normally pick the writers, like the co-writers that I want to write with. So one person that I always write with, he's pretty much in a lot of my sessions is Alan, who's my guitarist. And so he normally comes into every session with me because he just knows my vibe, knows me inside and out, I feel, and he's great. So that's how a session normally goes. And then we do a demo and then either continue to do the production with that producer or you could take the song to another producer of your choice. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. That's amazing. Yeah. So it must be so like frustrating to like write a song and have it ready, but it only comes out a year later. How's that? Oh, you don't even understand, Marnie. All last year, I've written, I think I've got 50 songs in my bank. Like I sat down yesterday, like showing my friend some of my songs. And he was like, you need to release this next. You need to release this next. I'm like, yeah, I know. I want to release all of it. Oh <laughs> but, as, but as an independent artist, I'm like, I need to, like, I don't have the money to do it. And it's really hard because you want to, I want to continue to songwrite every day. I want to continue to release all of this amazing music. Yeah. But I also have to work a normal job to be able to pay for all of this. So it's hard. Wow. Wow. Honestly, I applaud you so much. I look up to you so much. I'm so inspired. Like, you're just so you and you're so passionate and you want it so badly that you're doing everything you possibly can to work towards it. And you're going to look back and say, look how much work I put in, you know? Thanks so much, money. It's incredible. You're, you're literally amazing. 
You're such a sweetie. Yeah, in saying that, so yesterday I actually just created a Patreon. Because, have you heard of Patreon? I don't think so. So Patreon's like, um, like you've got tiers. So like fans can subscribe and they pretty much give you money. So like first tier will be like a dollar a month. And if I have like 10,000 people paying a dollar a month, that's going to help me release my music. And then on that Patreon, I release exclusive content that no one else sees. So it's like wow. a fan club, like an intimate fan club that pretty oh, much cool. us us supporting you financially wow. for your career. Oh, that's incredible. So I just made that and I'm like trying to get the word out about it now. Cause I mean, a dollar a month is like nothing. It's like four coffees. So I mean, think about a dollar that can get you, I don't even know, nothing's a dollar in these times. Right? You know what? Okay, go, going into this, I'm in Alessia Cara's music video, Scars Too Beautiful, and yeah. it just hit 100 million views. Which is nuts. Imagine, imagine I got like a cent per view. Uh, yeah. Like what? Imagine. <laughs> imagine, when you think of that stuff, I mean, even like Spotify and all these streaming services, we get 0.0006 cents as an artist. So like we can't even really make money off the streaming. Like you've got to have merch, you've got to have all of these backend stuff that's actually helping you to release more music. Wow. So, I mean, it's so hard. There's so much to it that people don't see. Like people just think you've got a cool song, you've released it. Oh my God, amazing. But there's like so much more. That's why I wanted to do a show like this because I know how much work you put in and I, this is real talk with Marty. Like I want, this is amazing that, that you're explaining to everyone like the real behind the scenes. Like how do you feel on your down days and how do you get out of that? That's my next question for you. <sighs> I have really bad anxiety. I mean, I think a lot of us do, specifically in our industry, Marnie, in the performing arts, you know, being on socials, it gets really hard. What I tend to do, I like to do yoga. That's been one thing that I've been doing lately that kind of clears my mind. Like that's my meditation almost. I struggle to sit there and meditate, but when I'm doing yoga, you're holding a pose for quite a long time. And I feel like it's kind of helping me get my flexibility back too. Good. You know what I heard yoga is, or, or exercise in general, we need at least like, I don't know what it was like 10, I think it was 10 minutes a day or something to have our minds take a break. That's right. what our physical activity does for us. And yoga right. is put on a relaxing song and you're stretching and just, and then your mind is focused on that, you know? Yeah. Me too. It's so important. Like, you know, I've chosen, I could be like a yoga instructor with my background and everything. Yoga, right. for me, I'm choosing a, as a hobby, like a separate right. that is a release for me. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's like, I look at it and I'm like, I could be, I mean, I was a dance teacher back at home, but I could do, I do vocal lessons as well, but I could do a lot of things, but it's kind of like, sometimes you need to take one thing that you're good at or you can do as a profession and just take it as a hobby for yourself to take time out for you. And that's what I see yoga as. It's like, literally, even if it's a 10 minute yoga session or a 30 minute, it's time for you to be with you. And honestly, like the breathing and just being specifically doing it in nature, is my favorite, like on the grass and just like the sun and you can see the sky, it's magical. But other than that, I'll like 
put some Zen music on and just listen to that if I'm feeling really anxious and like, I'll continue to work or I'll take a break. Um, but half of the time I feel like when I'm anxious, it's cause I'm hangry. <laughs> real talks, real talks. <laughs> real talks. Or like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm an overthinker. I'm a stress head. I'm like being so real. I mean, I'm the real and rawest person that you'll ever meet, Marty. Okay. You know that. And you are <laughs> too. I and I feel it. like it's, I'm overthinking. I'm like overworking myself and I don't know when to take a break. Cause I feel like in this industry, we feel like we just got to keep working and keep hustling and you do, but you need to remember that you got to take time out for yourself. It's so important. 100%. Honestly, like what you were saying about being in the media, being a digital, you know, persona, I've really felt more anxiety than ever before during quarantine because Instagram was all I had. So anything yeah. I posted or didn't post, I was overthinking like crazy. Like, is this on my brand? Should I have not posted that? Should I have tagged that? Should I have done this differently? Like just posted it and then really just overthought it so much that right. it so much anxiety that I've never experienced before because there was nothing else going on. All I had yeah. was Instagram. So I was thinking about it 24 seven and like, yeah, it was the putting the phone down and doing yoga or, you know, doing something that's completely anything like cooking watching a show something like and for me I didn't post a lot in quarantine and I was like I got anxious because I was like all my friends are releasing music I'm not I haven't posted on Instagram people probably think like I'm totally off the like off the grid like what's happened to her and it kind of makes you feel that's the thing I feel like Instagram and all these social websites now become part of our job that it's almost like we have, we feel obligated, like we have to post on them. And I've kind of tried to take a step back on Instagram and that's my like boundary. I'm like, I just go on there to post about the stuff I've got to, and then I jump off it. Cause otherwise I get so consumed in it. Right. An hour can go by and you're like, I could have been reading. I could have been talking to a friend. I could have been sleeping, could have been doing yoga. And you're like, I just consumed. I, I could have ate lunch that I forgot to eat. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I want to segue this into talking about body image and looks and things like, like we are so on camera like all the time that right. I wanted to talk about like the ups and downs of that, like just loving yourself even more than ever before. Like, how do you feel about um, like promoting positive body image to your audience? hundred percent. I'm... So for me, I feel like I've always had weight issues growing up, specifically as a dancer, money, you would know. Yeah. I mean, growing up in a studio, you had to be this specific look. If you were a little bit chubbier, you were like put in the back or like you felt like the costume doesn't look as good on me than it does that other really skinny girl. And I feel like I've actually got a song called Creation that I will release, but it's pretty much about my story and my upbringing of like body image. It's really wow. just about body image. So I can't wait for that release, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's been, I feel like it's embedded in my brain that we need to look a certain way because of the media. But in saying that, like we discussed earlier a little bit, like there's artists like Lizzo, I mean, who else? Like even Adele, like, I mean, I know she's lost weight now, but it's kind of made girls feel a little more comfortable in their body, 
Whereas I feel like when I was growing up in high school, I would see, I mean, do you know who Miranda Kerr is? No. Oh my God. She's like one of the, she's like a, a Victoria's Secret model. Oh, wow. So you would see all these really beautiful models. I mean, we're all beautiful, but you would see really skinny people, but we don't realize that they're all Photoshopped. Right. And that's the thing. And I think girls really need to understand that Photoshop is a big part of modeling and they make girls look skinnier or their skin looks smoother or people go and get cosmetic surgery done to their face. And I'm not against that. If you need, if you feel you need to do that to feel confident, then you go boo. But at the same time, I feel like you need to really learn to love yourself for who you are and what you look like to be confident. Otherwise confidence, I mean, right. It's like, have it. it's like, yeah, if you, if you want to change something about yourself, you can go do it. Like I, I had my nose done 10 years ago and yeah. it completely 360 my world. My, yeah. my whole being, my personality could fully shine. A hundred percent. Right. And I, if you, if you want to go get that done, do it. If you want to lose weight, do it. go ahead. But the other side of is it of of is of can't even think. of it is <laughs> the other side of it is Lizzo like just owning exactly who you are and what you I, look like yes and, and I love that and she's just your insecurities as a plus right like, like her songs like I just her lyrics in her songs I'm a big girl like I know like I'm fucking hot sorry. <laughs> but you know and she wears i love that i think think the first performance i saw of her did she do iHeartRadio radio last year probably i think she did or i don't know what performance it was but she was wearing a leotard and i was like you freaking go right a hundred because as a kid if i had that back then when i was a kid i would have never have felt the insecurities that I kind of feel like I still have with me wow. and struggle with now. Wow. A hundred percent. I'm so happy that this like social media can be used for these things for good. You know, like right. growing up, we didn't have social media. We only had like the internet and like TV shows, movies, magazines. Right. But yeah. now uh, there's so many influencers out there that are just, being themselves and I follow so many girls that um they talk about their cellulite and their scars and they're just being so real that it's so beautiful to see like yeah. they are putting themselves out there to help others overcome a hundred percent and I think I think misguided is it misguided or pretty little thing they have like their or maybe it's Dolls Kill. I don't know which company it is, but they literally put up photos unedited of the girls with cellulite just because it's like, I feel like that is so positive and we need to see more of that because it makes us go, oh my God, I have that. Yeah, that's that's normal. Right. But we need to normalize different body types. No one is going to look like the stereotype, stick figure, big boobs. Like that's what people like perceive a woman to look like. And I actually saw a TikTok yesterday that I was like, she was like, so like on it. She was like, okay, so like I have thick legs and I have a big bum and you guys want that. 
Guys want that. But then you guys want a small waist, but I'm sorry, with thick legs and a big bum comes with this. Right. And look, and then, you're eating well. Like, you are fed, you have food in the fridge, and you're getting nutrition. Like, like the, the pudge right here is a good thing. Like, you have food. And you're healthy. Have, you're healthy. You're fueling your body. Yeah. Right. And I've seen so many pros and cons on TikTok. Wow. I feel like it's a toxic but really positive space at the same right. time. I think yeah. it's got a bit of both. Like, I've seen there's a woman that's like a lot larger and she's actually got a health problem. And someone was like in the comments walking to Taco Bell and it's like, that's rude. You don't know what she's going through. Like, stop. If you have nothing nice to say, then get off her comments. Right. hundred percent. There was something that really like shook me, but was like so key. Um, two years ago I applied, I've been in a pride parade as a dancer for four years and I auditioned or like uh, I sent my application in to be a dancer for this company that's really big. And, um, you know, they were like, we love your energy. We love your dance experience. You know, you have such a great look. We'll let you know. They came back to me and they said, head office is actually going in a different direction this year because the year before was really jacked girls and guys on their float. And then this year, well, it was 2018, I think, 2019 maybe. And it was, um, hey, we're going to go in a different uh, spin this year. We're doing all colors and body types. I said, yes. So that means I actually didn't get the job. It was, it paid well. I'm a dancer. I have the yeah. you know, I'm, I'm available. And it was like, wow. It really opened my eyes to be like, yes, turn me down. Turn yeah. me down because yeah. look, I'm a bar mitzvah dancer and I'm on CTV and I'm, in a circus company and I'm a magician's assistant, all these things that needed my size and look. And finally I got told no, because they wanted colors and shapes. I was like, good for them. Right. And, yeah. and with saying that, I feel like a lot more, um, clothing companies that are online, they need to really show like showcase all the different body types. Cause even still to this day, I'll go on pretty little thing and I see a really skinny tall girl and I'm like, I don't know how it's going to look on me. I'm short. I have bigger legs. I have a big bum. Like, can we, sh can you show it on someone else? Like show various people wearing the same thing. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's the next step. And we are definitely going in a more positive direction with right. body. But I just like, I want it to go quicker. I'm kind of like yeah. getting a bit like impatient. I'm like, it's been a long time coming that it needs to, you know, really just take off at 100%. this point. Yeah, 100%. Um, I love that. Like, thank you for being so real and honest. And it's so important to have these conversations because, you know, people, we are media people. People look up to us in that light and then us breaking it down, being like, this is, you know, our real talks. Um, right, so yeah. Funny. Yeah. And yeah. like, and to the girls, like, I mean, I used to, face tune a lot of my photos. I'm, I'm like admitting it. I used to back in the day when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21, trying to be this perfect image. But in this day and age, I'm like, I know there's filters and stuff on Instagram, but like the only thing I might edit is like the yellowness in my hair. If it is because I mean crap job from hairdressers. But other than that, it's like, I don't edit my waist anymore. I'm like, this is who I am. Yep. 
like and you are an all inspiration of this, all of this to everybody like and this yeah and that's who i am and that's what you're gonna get on my feed i mean on my story all the time half the time i don't have this makeup or money you know that I love that. I need to do that more. You're, you're my inspiration because oh, my you. biggest insecurity is no makeup. Like I have blonde features that are invisible if I don't wear makeup. So I, I need to, you know, I feel like I need to show a bit more raw side of me yeah. as an influencer, as a person in the media to say, hey, look, this is the behind the scenes. Like it's not all fluffy, which I have been posting mostly all yeah. my great stuff because most people do, but I look up to the people who post, you know, toned down and I need to be doing that. So thank you. Yeah. It, it, you don't understand. Like it goes a long way. Like one person that can see your story is gonna feel better about themselves. Thank you so much, Mani. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, you're amazing. Let's, let's go into your song. <laughs> okay. So Brooklyn's gonna sing. Um, a rendition of a few songs, and she's gonna go into her newest song, Thirsty. Um, she has an incredible voice. She's bringing her little guitar out. I'm so excited. Little ukulele. Ukulele! You're amazing. I'm so excited. Here we go. Can you hear it? Yeah. Okay, let me just see if it's tuned, because it might not be. Okay. It might have, um... yep. See, when you put it down on the floor, it kind of um, stuffs up a little bit. So Guys, go follow Brooklyn on everything, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It's it's Brooklyn. Every time I tell someone, they're like, okay, so just Brooklyn. I'm like, no, it's it's Brooklyn. It's, so it's Brooklyn with an X. I'm gonna put it on. Yes, here. an X, an X, that's it. <laughs> so I think I'm just gonna do um a little bit of thirsty. I love it. But I do have some really cool covers coming out on YouTube soon. Yes. Let's go. Hang on. I forgot my own song. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I'm going to be real and raw with you. Hang on. Okay. Okay. I know all the moves you've been making. All the good games you used to play. I'm not another girl that you be playing. of the song I just made up that key I was like I think these chords work like literally everyone like two minutes before the show I was like oh, yeah I think this works we'll go with I it I love it you're amazing you're literally incredible I'm so impressed with like 
everything you do, everything you are, everything you stand for, what is some advice you would give to um, a young girl that wants to get into the industry or, you know, somebody who is trying to find themselves? Like, what is, what do you really stand for? Um, I really stand for being true to yourself, one. And that's why, like, I don't wear makeup a lot because that's what I look like half the time. So, I mean, this is who I am. This, I mean, today I, I feel like I'm glowing because I got makeup on, but I always feel like I'm glowing too without makeup. Yes. I put some on today in my little pigtails and not my natural curls. So totally not my natural self today. <laughs> anyway, um, be true to yourself. Keep pushing yourself. Don't listen to negative comments. Cause I mean, I got so consumed with that specifically on X factor, but I had to learn how to filter them out. I mean, a lot of, body positivity comments were like, you know, these girls are so stocky, bring back the beef, like really harsh comments. And you need to learn to just be like, I know I'm not that. So like, you can go to the other side. I don't need you in my life. And at the, at the same time, a lot of people that are typing on these computers, you don't even know who they are. They could be sitting at home and not know their purpose in life. And they, so don't listen to those comments. Keep grinding. In this industry, you can't just, songwrite and release a song you've got to do it all like no one is looking for an artist that just releases a song you can't just put it out there and then that's it you've got to put it out there you've got to do marketing you've got to push your song you've got to try and get on podcasts or whatever it is so just being true to yourself and getting yourself out there that's like the best advice i could say i love that so much amazing Thank you so much. You're just a queen. <laughs> you are too, Marnie. I'm inspired by you. You are so bubbly. You don't just do one thing. You do like 50 things in your life. Like literally everyone, everyone obviously knows Marnie. But like I look at her Instagram and she's like at, on CTV and then next minute she's like doing something else that's like a different direction in the industry. So like, I mean, I look up to you and I know a lot of other girls and, and guys look up to you as well. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for having so me much. on the show. Oh, thank you so much for being a guest on my show. You're the best. I love you. Yeah, you're the best. I love you. Everybody, go follow, go subscribe to both of us. Um, <laughs> love this. Um, Brooklyn, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you, thank so, you. so, so much. You are too. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye.